Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Tuesday pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Tuesday, another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, and it is the second day of the new year of 2024. I want to say Happy New Year in case I didn't say it to you yesterday. I've done a horrible job of welcoming the new year with photos and pictures and everything with Instagram, but I I really want to take a backseat social media and not post stuff on there all the time like I was just because I really feel like it's more important to live in the moment not for a heart on social media outside of that today is another day another opportunity for you to recognize your star power today is another day for you to see what you can do what you can achieve where you can go next when you're looking in the mirror you're looking at a reflection of where you've been reflection of where you're going reflection of you You should love your reflection. You should love who you are. And you should love whatever's next on your journey. Let's go through this journey together. Star power. Recognizing that we have the ability to do anything we put our minds to. And let's take this new year in together. First off, we start the podcast by saying, yes, we can. Yes, we can fight through something difficult. Yes, we can change our minds. Yes, we can decide we want to change our style. Yes, we can decide we want to get rid of something. Yes, we can decide we want to do something differently. Yes, we can decide that we want to get like highlights in our hair or maybe we want to do a curly perm or maybe we want to get extensions or maybe we want to dye our hair red. Maybe we just want to let the natural gray come out because we're tired of dyeing it a different color or maybe we want to cut. Maybe we want a pixie. Maybe we want to try a new color of lipstick. Or maybe if we're a dude, we want to try a new cologne. There's lots of them, like Versace and a bunch of others too. Maybe if we're a guy, we want to uh, get some new Jordans. Or maybe we want to try some new aftershave. I don't know. There's probably a lot of things guys do, like haircuts and stuff like that. Um, Regardless of it, yes, you can. You can also decide that... You want to learn a new language, you want to learn a new hobby, you want to sew, you want to knit, you want to work out differently, you want to become an author. Seriously, Honestly, it is clear that you can do anything you set your mind to and you should do it outside of the yes, you can is the never give up. If you give up halfway through on anything important, you'll never get to the end of it. Right. Things that are important aren't easy. I can definitely tell you that from prior experiences and I could just tell you that from just life in general. If something was easy, then you wouldn't learn from it. Right. Like, I almost got caught up at my job, and it's something that I really love, that I'm passionate about, that I seriously love, right? But I almost got caught up in the idea of letting small things turn into big things that don't matter. And in the bigger picture of everything, at some point, I'm going to want to go to a different segment of my job in my career, for the corporation that I work to. So I can't get caught up in small things. And regardless of where you work, what you're doing, you can't either, right? You can't get caught up in small moments that don't have a big impact long-term. We need to be thinking long-term. If you give up halfway through on your story, if your family member's sick, if somebody's having surgery, if you broke your leg or something and you have to recover, if you give up on yourself, How are you going to get to the end of the story and the happily ever after? You're probably not going to get to the happily ever after if you're already giving up on yourself, correct? Correct. So don't give up on anybody that you love and especially don't give up on the reflection that you're seeing in the mirror, which is you. Important things take time. Important moments take time. I dare you to...
honestly, don't give up. Following the don't give up on yourself is the why not today. Putting off today for tomorrow, putting things on the back burner, saying you're going to get to something at some point, constantly saying, oh, I'm going to do that. When are you going to do it, right? When are you going to call your mom? When are you going to go hang out with your nephew or your niece? When are you going to have family day? When are you going to have family night? When are you going to have pizza night? When are you going to do these things? Why not today? Why not text your brother or your sister or your cousin or your uncle or whatever and say, hey, when are we going to have family day? Hey, when are we supposed to go see this? Um, I was thinking if you have some available time, why don't we go do this? When are you going to clean out the closet? When are you going to clean out that pot that's been hanging out that you know you need to get rid of? When are you going to go through your silverware? When are you going to contact somebody to fix the dishwasher in the kitchen that's not working correctly? When are you going to try to paint the wall in your bedroom that's off? When are you going to do it? What are you waiting for? We don't know if we have tomorrow. Aliens might come and eat us. (coughs) We seriously need to be thinking about I think that putting off today for tomorrow, assuming you have time that you don't have, assuming that you can control time, is wrong, right? Because you can't. We need to be aware of the fact that you don't know if tomorrow's coming. If you love somebody, tell them you love you. Tell them you love them. If you're passionate about your job or your career, then put effort into it so you can grow with it and and be somebody that's reliable and responsible. If you're passionate about a hobby or a book club or something like that, get involved in it. Don't put off today for tomorrow. Don't assume you have tomorrow when you don't have it. Don't Don't live like that. That's unhealthy and it's not good. Following the mantra of the yes, you can never give up and why not today let's get to the next part of the conversation which is politics let's get into this tuesday edition of no media allowed no media allowed no media allowed because they lie to us they lie to us anyway so, it's easy to get frustrated and upset and aggravated, right? One, you probably don't feel like, um, anyone's listening to you when it comes to politics. Joe Biden said on um, New Year's Eve with his wife that everything is going great. Americans should be excited about being American because all the rates have gone down, except that's a lie. And he just said that on New Year's Eve. He's pretending like the polls aren't real. Everybody wants to buy electric cars. And... Honestly, everything's just a shit show right now. These elite idiots want to tell you what to do, how to live. They've taken Trump off the ballot in Colorado. They attempted to do it in California. The mayor or or the the clerk in Maine took him off because she thought she had the ability. They're trying to misuse amendments where he didn't get charged with something, but they're trying to say he did. Clearly, Joe Biden is horrible at his responsibility of being the president of the United States of America. And honestly, 
and they tell you how far you need to go, and uh, it looks like we're going to have about four or five recharges along the way. And we're just about to get on the expressway now here in Chicago, and maybe, I don't know, Dan, can you see that's the Sears Tower up there? We come right around the corner here. Well, it's not called the Sears Tower anymore, but there you go. I just think that how dumb do they think we are you are legitimately trying to remove an opposing party off of a ballot and we know that Nikki Haley sucks we know that Ron DeSantis isn't strong enough and we knew that Chris Christie was just a distraction to try to get people not to vote for Trump this shit couldn't be more played out right are we literally going to sit here and pretend like these people don't hate trump and are we going to pretend like they're not as bad as cuba and china if not worse how can the united states of america seriously take time to tell other countries what the fuck they think they should do look what they're doing here are you really telling me that in colorado and in maine you're going to take him off of a ballot because you motherfuckers are so scared he's going to win he's going to win regardless you know why he's going to win not because of a ballot. He's going to win because when he was president for four years, the interest rates weren't this high. Regular middle class Americans who get up every day and go to work were able to afford things like houses and condos and nice things. They were able to have cars and they were able to live, right? Not like this, where it's paycheck to paycheck or it's day to day and it's I need to pay the light bill, but I have to do this too. And how am I going to do this? I got a doctor bill due and I don't know how I'm going to pay that. That's not living, and we've talked about that before. Yet we continue to play. We have a problem here. And they're not going to tell you about the problem. Joe Biden, his policies, the idea that the first day he was in office, he ripped apart what Donald Trump had did for immigration, and now all these illegal people are in our country, 300,000 just in the month of December alone. There is no way that he's going to be able to fix that. And this is happening before the elections begin. And he can't run around and hide in a basement like it's COVID because it isn't. And while we're talking about COVID, Dr. Fauci is a piece of shit liar. Skip showed me the shirt that's pretty funny and ironic. Half of it says, you can't wear a mask because the masks are for doctors and nurses and people that work in hospitals. And we need to be securing them for those people. But wait, pause. Let's wait three weeks. Now you want us to put three N95 masks on and that's going to help us. And then we want you to take like 40 different boosters. But it's likely that none of the boosters are going to work. And you can still contract COVID even after all the boosters, after all the shots, after all this crap. And there's likely going to be side effects uh, with fertility, side effects with a lot of things. And we don't know what they are yet. Yeah, pharma. Yep, pharma. Dr. Fauci. They knew what was going on right away with COVID and they wanted to control us. They were able to take our ability to understand our power with our bodies and removed it. These corporations and these jobs incentivize this COVID bullshit by telling you if you didn't get the COVID shot, you couldn't basically go to work. It's all bullshit, but it's okay. It is a new year and it's a new opportunity for us to do something that maybe we haven't done before. Call these people out. They're all lying. AOC likes pretty things and she likes her $170,000 Tesla. She also likes where she lives. She doesn't live with the people that she supposedly represents and she's a con artist. They all are. Kamala Harris is not black. These people are lying. They've been lying and they'll continue to lie. And I know you might not want to hear that, but I'm saying it anyway. Be careful what you wish for. Now, see, I was on the other side of this. Not too many years ago, I was definitely hooked into the Young Turks 
galaxy world where I was oblivious to reality and and I was okay with insulting Ben Shapiro. I mean, I kind of am still okay with insulting him now. Um, I have a lot of questions about him, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But I was totally oblivious and just ignorant to reality. And I had a lot of questions about the people that I was listening to on Jink and um, Anna Kasparian and the other people that are on that network. And I was having like serious questions and just concerns about half the shit that they were saying. Like medical fraud does not work, right? The idea that everybody needs somewhere to live, that's a that's a right. It is not a right. If you want somewhere to live, then you have to figure that out. That's not everybody's problem or responsibility. And I just think that it's fucked up that we continuously allow the government power that they don't need. When the government got involved in education, look what they've done to it. They incentivized people to major in women's studies and shit that they can't get jobs with. That's not my fault. I don't want to pay for your college loans. And I'm all about forgiving loans, but they're not going to do that. They can't do it. So let's move on from that. Moving on from the college loans, let's talk about them calling you a racist or a fascist. And they can call me a racist. They can call me a fascist. I kind of am German anyway. So, I mean, basically, uh, Biden went on a stage with red behind him like he was in Star Wars, right? And he made those comments where he's talking about the MAGA Republic. You do understand that MAGA is an acronym for Make America Great Again. So when you're trying to insult people of all races, of all ages, when you try to insult an acronym that stands for something that we believe in, America, you only look stupid. You fucking idiots. I'm tired of people denying reality. If America is going to be great, other places aren't going to be great too. And they're not great, okay? China's not great. You know what else is not great? South Korea. You know what else is not great? Cuba, Venezuela, Dominican Republic. I can keep going. These places are not great, right? They're not. There's a bunch of countries in Europe that aren't great either. These are places where people will rob, steal, thieve, rape, and kill. That's not great. America is a country that we should be proud of, but no one should be proud of Joe Biden. Tucker Carlson has his own network. And the reason why I wanted to talk about Ben Shapiro and Daily Wire is do you approve of Ben Shapiro talking about Candace Owens behind her back? I was a little iffy about Ben Shapiro and his approach to politics because he sounds like he is a one voice kind of a guy sometimes. And I and I like Ben Shapiro, right? I do. I really do. But everything can't be about Jewish things. At some point, you have to step away from that and you have to recognize that we live in America. America is not Israel. It's America. I know that might be difficult, but it's true. Taking what I said into consideration, I think that it was inappropriate and kind of disgusting that he would talk about her behind her back like that. And he wouldn't respond to it. And I I think that, you know, the CEO that's in charge of Daily Wire going on his ex saying that Candace Owens isn't fired isn't really making me feel better about the entire situation. And while I'm all about giving people chances, I mean, maybe it's time that Candace Owens just finds a new place to have a voice because it might not be Daily Wire because everything cannot be about Jewish people, Israel and how they feel about Orthodox Jewish things. Everything cannot be based on that. And it feels like with Ben Shapiro, everything is about that. I think he loves the idea that he gets to talk about a war in Israel and Netanyahu all the time. I think he enjoys that. I'm not saying that he enjoyed the fact that um, something very horrible happened to people in his country, but I think that he enjoys the idea of having unlimited conversations about Israel. And instead of it being Daily Wire, he just wants to talk about Israel. And 
I, I think there's a disconnection between Ben Shapiro and some of the other people that are on the staff at the show because he doesn't live where they do. He doesn't live in Tennessee where the show is housed. He lives in Florida. I think it's really uncanny for him to talk about Ron DeSantis the way he does or for his really weird opinions about Donald Trump, which are fine. Everybody's entitled to have their opinions. But I just question, like, his awareness. Nobody is voting for Ron DeSantis as the president. He doesn't have the numbers. It's not happening. Sorry. It's not happening for Nikki Haley either. This is just reality. That's why Pence got out of it. That's why Tim Scott got out of it. That's why Chris Christie knows at this point that it's over. And all these other people, they're, they don't have it. They don't. This is about one thing, one word, one emotion, retribution. This is about one thing, even Steven and payback. And boy, is she a bitch. And when Trump comes back, they are all going to get it. And it is going to be so wonderful to watch that. I'm just tired of these people on the media and even the Republican side, the conservative voices, pretending like Trump isn't going to win because he was going to win the moment he announced he was running. And I've been saying it the entire time. And it's just embarrassing that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley keep playing. And they need to stop. But back to Tucker, because I got way off the topic. Tucker has his own network now, and I think it's $76 for a year. And I'm really considering getting a yearly subscription. I had the yearly subscription to Daily Wire, which was $150. But I don't think it's worth that, so I discontinued my membership with them. Um, I don't know if I'm really missing it, because I haven't listened to Daily Wire in like a week or something. So maybe I'll get back into it, but we'll see. Um, Ron has no shot I'm sorry to tell you that Nikki Haley doesn't either they're not going to win Iowa and um, New Hampshire it's not happening I'm sorry it's over they can continue to stay in a race and pretend like they have their numbers and Nikki Haley can pretend she's speaking to people that aren't bought and paid for and they can pretend the shit show all they want with the fake media and the GOP and the elite hounds and the uniparty stuff that she's doing, that she's been called out for, all the money she's made in very precarious situations. And she wants to pretend like she's doing something that she's not. But I got to tell you, there's no hiding from this. I know we want to pretend like this is something it isn't like Ron DeSantis is so incredible and he's doing all these things and we need to pay homage to Ron DeSantis and all these things that he wants to do. That that could be true. But the part you're missing. The part a lot of you aren't listening to. Maybe because it's uncomfortable. Maybe because you won't want to deal with the fact that Donald Trump is going to be the president of the United States of America. It could be any of those things, right? It, it could be. He's not speaking to the people the way Trump does. And he doesn't have the same appeal the way Trump does. Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida. He does not have star world powers. He doesn't have golf, golf courses around the entire world. He has not made business decisions with people around the entire world. And he is not a big figure like Donald Trump is. He's not a businessman and he is not the same person. And the reason why Donald is going to beat him is because of those things. Donald Trump is loved. And Hollywood and Hollywood can pretend they don't love him right now, but they sure fucking loved him before. He was in Home Alone. He has had his own TV show. He's been in a bunch of shit 
over the years not over that not only that he is definitely a celebrity he's definitely loved and they made donald trump a martyr and one of us when they took a fucking picture of him with brags in manhattan attacking him for no goddamn reason now see there's no way for ron desantis to compete with that and why are we pretending like there is why are we pretending like nikki haley has numbers no she doesn't it's over it's been over. Joe Biden will not be the president. And they can cheat, but it's not going to work this time. Because they don't have COVID to hide it. And the media could try to protect the Democratic Party the way they've been trying. But even they have to admit that he's done. They're done. Everything's going to come out. And there's no way to hide it. America's history is a history that we all should be aware of, and it's a history we shouldn't run from. If we are going to unite to true American values with Christianity, God, and country, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty, justice, and for all. If we are going to do that, if we're going to take those words seriously, oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the starlight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight and the rampart we watched was so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled banner yet wave for the land of the free I will never forget the words of that song, and I have sung it so many times, and it means so much to me. America, America. If we are going to be true tra- true patriots of our country, we have to live by those words. You have to wake up every day and say the Star Spangled Banner. Sing the Star Spangled Banner. Say the Pledge of Allegiance to yourself in your head. And you have to understand what freedom means here. Because they are constantly trying to rip it away from us and take away our rights. Take away our rights to have weapons. Take away our rights to have freedom of speech. And I'm tired of people that are from fucking India that came over here telling me how the fuck I should talk about freedom of speech. See, that's what I'm tired of. If you came over here, right, on a scholarship or a student visa to become an American that way, there's nothing wrong with that. But I was born American, so I feel like there is something wrong with it. Because who the fuck do you think you are to silence me and tell me I can't have an opinion? I think there are far too many people here through the Muslim um, views and their religion. And there's, there's, there's too many people here with too many opinions and too many different things. They, they had too many people come here, and I think that that is a problem. But I sing... The Star Spangled Banner to you just now, and I said the Pledge of Allegiance, which we learned in elementary school. If we're going to get our country back, we have to fight these people. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to have to be every day, and it's not going to sound nice. If you don't like what we're saying, then you can fucking leave. There's planes. You could take your passport and burn it and never come back. That's fine. Don't come back. We won't fucking miss you. We don't need people in this country that are not willing to fight for it. There are men and women that have sacrificed body parts, family members, sons, daughters, husbands, wives, kids. Their ability to have children, see, hear, eat, taste. That are sacrificing their lives to keep me safe every day. And when I see Wounded Warrior commercials and I see commercials about what they go through and how they experience life with brain injuries and a lot of other things, it just compels me to think one way. 
We have a lot of work to do. And if you're not going to be on the side of America and freedom, you need to get the fuck out of here and go back where you came from. You need to go maybe live in China. Maybe you like autocracy. Maybe you want somebody standing over you telling you, watching everything you do. Go there. The uh, people trying to get into the country, it's happening one way. They're trying to get in. People are not leaving the way they're coming into this country. That's what you need to be aware of. But anyways... I do think that America's history is a history we should be proud of. And America's history is a history that we should represent and be aware of. And when we're having conversations with people, even if they might not be as smart as some others, you should be aware of what your history is for the country that you live in. That should be something that you just know and remember. And it shouldn't be something that you want to hide and pretend like it doesn't exist. Slavery has been over for a very long time, and the Democratic Party has been able to use the differences in skin color and skin tones to separate us for decades, if not centuries. Just because you're white, just because you're black, just because you're Indian or Native American does not mean you're not the same. We are all gray together. Just because you're rich, just because you're poor, just because you live in squalor, just because you live in a bright, beautiful top floor penthouse doesn't mean you're better than anybody else it doesn't and it never will mean that we are all gray together moving into the main part of the conversation thanks for tuning into this tuesday edition of no many allow no many allow no many allow they lie to us they lie to us anyway laundry machines and walk-in closets i feel like if you're going to be looking for a rental, whether it's a condo or a apartment, you probably want to have the laundry in the apartment or condo, not like in the basement. I just feel like when you have those things in the basement, the basement can flood and it's annoying. That's just my opinion. Currently in the apartment that we live in now, the um, the laundry's in the basement and I haven't been there in forever and I clearly need to wash clothes at this point. But the basement floods here all the time and it just leaves me questioning do I really want to try to bring down my clothes and then there's a flood or something like this apartment is in a horrible area as far as flooding and it's just left me thinking that I don't really want to move anywhere else where the laundry's in the basement no thank you pass and when it comes to uh, walk-in closets. I think walk-in closets are the best way to have a closet because you can walk into it and you can see your wardrobe and it really gives you the ability to set, you know, what you're going to be wearing, have access to your clothes and enlarge your capacity. Like having just a closet, it, it doesn't have the same vibe or feel. Why can't you live your way? What's wrong with living the way you want to? What's wrong with doing things on your own time? Why is it that like, at a Baptist church, they'll tell you you need to start having kids right away. Or they'll make you feel bad if maybe you can't necessarily have kids. Like, I struggled with polycystic ovary syndrome and um, some sort of infertility. Like, I'm married to my husband, but that doesn't mean we're not trying. But also, like, I think in a different way. And I've said it multiple times. If my children are going to have the life that they should have, then you cannot have children before you're 30 years old. That's wrong for the children. Because first of all, you haven't lived enough, you haven't experienced enough, and you haven't done enough. If you are married, how long have you been married? Like, are you actually prepared to give those children the life that they deserve? And I'm not saying that you're not prepared to do that at that age, but it's not fair to them. And also, I'm living my life differently. Like, let me tell you. It's 2024. I was going to spend $700 on an Apple watch, but I'm not anymore. Apple can have your location, your heartbeat, and a bunch of other analytics that they use, and it feeds into the phone. So they basically have all your information 
with your Apple Watch. And you're willingly giving it to them when you put it on. So be careful with that. Also, why do you want a device that looks like everybody else's device? Now, I'm not saying it's not fun to have an Apple Watch, and I do have one somewhere. But don't you want to find something that makes you unique? This is a new year and a new opportunity for you to set yourself apart from that. Why can't you just live your life the way you want to? Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you don't want to be miserable. Maybe you want to wear sunglasses in the darkness. Maybe you like working out more than anything else. Maybe you want to learn how to cook something new. Why can't you just live your life and not hear people's opinions about it? This is basically what I'm saying. Live your way. Fuck everybody else. Somebody has an opinion and they don't like it too fucking bad, right? Just just check out my work. And she has like five kids, right? And uh, she says like, I had kids when I was young. Is that supposed to make me feel bad for you? Because I don't fucking feel bad for you. Like you did that. Like as a woman, as a young woman, you have to know one thing, competition. And if you're not educated, if you're not smart, if you don't plan, if you're not organized, if you're not ready, you're going to get eaten alive and you're going to be stuck somewhere. That's the power of education. Now, at the same time, I'm saying that another part of me understands that education is a sham, too. Like the amounts of money they're making kids pay to get like master's degree is insane. $250,000 to make $50,000. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I mean. Like what? But Generation Z will find out. Or Generation Free. But why is it that you can't live your way? If I like to do something that makes me happy, why does that affect anybody else? And I think the only way you can escape that mentality of caring is to just not care. So let's start the second day off of the new year correctly. I'm going to live the way I want. And you can do whatever you want. And I don't care. The past doesn't conclude the future. Just because somebody was shitty to you in the past and people weren't nice to you and you had a really bad experience in an environment doesn't mean that that's going to be the same way every time you go to something different. Doesn't mean that you're going to have that same experience when you go to another ramen restaurant. Doesn't mean when you order wings next time, the wings aren't going to be cooked the way you want them to be. Just because you have a bad experience doesn't mean that that bad experience is going to be with you forever. That's a one-time experience and you have to let it go. If you had a bad experience with a person in a personal situation, I know it's difficult to let those kind of things go, but you cannot hold on to that. You have to let it go, right? There's evil people out there, shitty, evil, stinky people that have bad attitudes, horrible intentions, and they're really horrible people. And you know what? God is going to have his time with them. So that's not something you can control, and that's not something you should be worrying about. You should be living your life, and you cannot let your past conclude your future. There should be no conclusion to that, no connection. It shouldn't seep through. Five years can't seep through into today. You have to disconnect that. You have to give yourself the ability to move on and move forward. You cannot drive straight ahead looking behind yourself. You're going to get in a car accident and you might total your car. Be smart. Just continue to look forward. You can't control it all. I know sometimes I fall into the trap of thinking that I can fix everything. I can steer everything. I can control everything. But no, I can't. And I'm just a human being and I shouldn't want to do that. And honestly, quite frankly, I got to stop. Like, I seriously have to stop trying to be that person that's just going to magically make everything better. Because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. And, And another thing, I don't know if I want to do that. And you shouldn't want to do it either. Why are you going to spend all this time and effort wanting to do that? You shouldn't. Learn to let control go. Because controlling everything 
isn't always fun. New Year's Eve. I hope everybody had a wonderful New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day yesterday. Uh, Today is another day and another opportunity for us to take the new year in and think positively about everything that's happening. Last year felt like it was never going to end and it was full of a lot of just irritation and annoyance but good things happen I found out I don't have polycystic ovary syndrome which I annoy you with every day because that was a big thing for me also I spent a year at the gym with my trainer and I'm really staying in shape getting having the correct mental capacity with working out eating healthy and all of that I started eating um from a great uh from my meal plan service uh mighty powerful meals and um We are getting ready to move, and um, I couldn't be happier, right? Like, good things are happening. Bad things happened last year, but this next year coming up, amazing things are going to happen. At some point, we're going to get pregnant. We're going to have our first kid. We're moving. Just amazing things are going to happen. I'm going to move up in my career and move into, like, a different area in it, and I can't wait for that, too. I'm just excited about whatever comes next, and you know what? Let's do it. Outside of that, I hope you had a New Year's Eve. Did you go anywhere? We didn't go anywhere. Like, Skip was getting sick, so we stayed in the house and we, like, binge-watched the new season of Reacher on Amazon. And we watched the rest of After Party, and it was so good. Um, And we ordered out food, and we just stayed in the house. We were going to go to the casino, but we went, like, a year ago, and it was whack. So maybe we'll go back next year and give it another try. But it was just a night in, and it was really fun just being with Skip, just doing what we normally do, hanging out with each other. It was a great night. Moving on from New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, let's get into some watching, yay, with Star Watch Talk. Star Watch Talk, we watch together. So like I said, we finished After Party. It was good. I will spend more time in another podcast telling you about that. Um, Rebel Moon is on Netflix, and it's definitely something that I want to watch. I don't know if me and Skip are going to watch it together. I'm going to try to watch that with him. High Tides is on Netflix. That looks good. As the Crows Fly. As the Crows Fly. It's just flies, but I think it's fly. More comedy is needed. There's a lot of stand-up comedy on Netflix that looks really entertaining. And most of the time, I just click on it, and I watch it, and I just laugh my ass off because I think they're hilarious. I do think we need more comedy. Not the comedy channel, but we need more stand-up comedy. And I think that that's necessary for just the reality that we live in. So I'm all for stand-up comedy. I'm all for supporting comics on Netflix. And I, and I love when people aren't afraid to say what they really think. So more of that, please. Treason. 24 hours to hell and back. Do you think that sounds good? Fargo so far. I'm on episode 7. And a lot of crazy shit is happening. And the way the last episode ended, I don't know what's next. But I can't wait to watch the next one. I don't know if Fargo has 8 or 10 episodes. But either way, I'm very intrigued by this season. And we'll see what happens next. It takes place in Minnesota. And it's very, very interesting. The character development. The storyline. Just all of it. It's very interesting. And honestly, you should give it a try. The first season of Fargo is going to blow your mind. This season, even better. The last season had Chris Rock in it, and it was another exceptional season, and I think you should watch that too. Just every time I watch a season of this show, it intrigues me because the character development, the plot, the storyline, everything that's happening, you really have to sit there and look at every hour of the show And seriously, pay attention. Because if you miss five minutes, you might not understand the next episode at all. It's good, man. It is good. I'm not going to say anything to ruin it, but you need to watch it. Maggie Moore's, I don't know. That's on Paramount+. Plus. Mm. Amazing Race. Part of me wants to watch it just because I want to watch these idiots run around trying to beat each other. But I don't really understand the premise of Amazing Race. Is Amazing Race where everybody's racing each other and they're all trying to get somewhere at the same time and they get like a prize for it? Is it sort of like Survivor, but they're racing each other? I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Maybe leave a comment below and tell me what you think so I can respond to it and tell you what I think. Anyways, moving on from watching things, maybe we'll watch Amazing Race. Hmm. 
Chick-fil-A shouldn't need to open on Sunday. And I don't know why they are trying to corporize that. It's a Christian company and they should be able to make whatever decisions that they want. And the idea that states want them to open on Sunday is really fucking ridiculous. Now, I love Chick-fil-A. I think that the chicken nuggets are the best nuggets in the world. I like think that the spicy chicken deluxe is one of my most favorite chicken sandwiches that I'll ever, ever have. I do not think that the government or states or towns or anybody should have control over what Chick-fil-A does. It is a Christian company and Christian values and Christian beliefs do matter. So I think that this should end up going to a court and I think that they should fight and I'm willing to fight with them. If I have to protest, if I have to stand out somewhere, whatever I need to do to help with this, send me a message and I'm on your side, man. I don't think it's appropriate for anyone to think that they can dictate and tell a company what the fuck they should do. It's none of your goddamn business. Fuck off, right? You know, like, I think that maybe McDonald's should make sure the fries are good all the time, right? Question mark. Spicy chicken, please. Oh, my God. Spicy chicken deluxe. Mm. With the garlic herb and the... um. The hot sauce, oh my God. You mix that together with the sandwich, take a big bite, bomb. Mm. Everything about Chick-fil-A is perfect. Everything, everything, cream cheese, bean dip. Everything cream cheese. Do you like everything cream cheese? Like, it's okay. But I feel like if you have everything cream cheese, you have to eat that with like a plain bagel. Am I wrong or right here? Can you eat everything cream cheese with an everything bagel? Or is that too much for you? What do you think? I mean, I don't know. Just a question mark. Moving on from the everything cream cheese that I kind of want to try right now. Bean dip. So how do you make bean dip? Well, clearly you need beans and you need sour cream and you need cream cheese. And you need jalapenos. And you need chopped up like peppers and onions and stuff. And you just mix it all together until you have a nice thick layer and you put it in the oven and you add cheese on top of it and you get out chips and you dip doesn't that sound good maybe don't make it in that way like you really do need to follow instructions or um a recipe but to make the bean dip you start the bean dip off with the beans then you pour in the sour cream and the cream cheese then the cheese then you add in the uh jalapenos and the peppers and the onions and everything then you add in another layer of the beans and you keep layering up to get to the top, which is where you put the cheese on top of it. You put that in the oven, you let that bake off and you get the chips. That's how you do it. Mm, I kind of want that right now. Avocado corn salad. So clearly it's corn and avocado and like cherry tomatoes. And you could basically put this on any greens you want. I'd maybe go iceberg here. Um, and you could, like, make your own sauce. I'd go olive oil. I'd go some sort of red pepper, like, flakes, like, pepper flakes. And i just do that. Something simple, not too crazy. But, mm, I don't know how I feel about, like, all the corn. Like, I feel like limit limiting corn. Like, I don't know. Corn is not my favorite vegetable. So, how much corn do you put into the corn salad? I guess that would be my question. Back to Javi instead. I'm legitimately considering going back to Javi 100% for my coffee. One, Dunkin' Donuts doesn't do it for me. And two, I'm not spending $8 every time I want to go to Starbucks. And I just can't do it. Now, I do have an espresso. I am a bougie girl. I do have nice equipment in my kitchen. I have an espresso. I have a latte machine, right? I have a... Um, a Keurig, right? I have the tea maker that you can make your own tea. I have all those things and more, right? I have like three stand mixers. I have a lot of amazing equipment in my kitchen and I'm very proud of that. I have the attachments to make my own noodles. I really can get it in in the kitchen. If only I had a bigger kitchen to get it in in, that's the only problem. But I really don't want to waste my money at these coffee places this year and I'm not doing it. So I think I will be switching over to 
Nespresso and Javi. Now with Javi, you get like three or four flavors and you can basically add that into water or like almond milk and it makes the coffee. And you can basically add like, um, like a um, creamer or you can add in heavy cream or you can really add whatever you want, right? And you just drink it and it tastes really good. Now I've had it before and I'm willing to try it again. <clears throat> it's like $50 a month for four bottles, but I think it's worth that, especially if you're going to drink it every day. I just don't want to waste my money on like commercialized coffee because it's not as good as it couldn't be. And caramel chai lattes are my favorite drinks in the entire world, but drinking that every day is probably bad for my health and probably limiting the time I'm going to be alive for. So taking that into consideration, probably should try to make coffee myself. Just saying, just a thought. Anyways, moving on for the fact that I'm getting back into Javi and I'm giving up on Starbucks. Because one, there's not a Starbucks near where I work. And two, $8 every day for a venti caramel chai latte is too much. Because 8 times 5 is 40. And 40 times 3 is too much money for me to be spending on coffee a week. Especially when I have to do my meal preps, which I need to get back into coming up in this next week. Uh, because I just, it's, I'm starting a new year and I need to start good. So I'm getting back into it and I'm not going to talk about it. There's that. Moving on from that. I hope that you have an amazing Tuesday and I hope that you know that you are a star wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in to this new year, second day of January pod of born to be a star and don't forget that you are a star wherever you are and i see your light in the darkness because you are very bright and you are very amazing and you are very incredible and i hope that you see your star power too and mine together not only are we going to light up the world but we're going to light up the universe and we are the difference because we are the light i'll see you same place same time back here tomorrow like i always do thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your day don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. Born to be a star. See you tomorrow. Bye.